keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world. With me, as always, is Scotty Chaps. Woo! The slaughterhouse himself. Those, I'm just the slaughterhouse the now. The slaughterhouse himself. And Zach, a ticket, 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 ticket. Well, you almost got canceled with that one. Oh yeah, I know. I don't know what accent that was. One syllable out of the out of the place, and I'm not getting a job on Saturday Night Live. Let's get to the ten count. Number one, mechanical issues in Saudi Arabia. Let's get into it. It's probably going to be the thing we talk about most on this podcast. Okay. A lot, a lot has gone on since. We first reported the Fiend winning the Universal title in one of the greatest pay per views <laughs> of all time in wrestling history. Thursday. I uh, oh, uh, I had so much fun watching the chaos, and then, and then I kept envisioning um, like all of them being killed, and I was like, "That sucks. I would hate that." Yes, yeah, Scott. For two is, reasons. That is some... For two reasons. One. One because how tragic and sad. Well, thank you for making that number one. Two. Because then WWE is somehow the underdog in everybody's eyes, and we have to like root for them <laughs> because they have to work with like you know. Well, I I don't think that Vince McMahon would be the underdog in that situation. I, I think the biggest, uh, you know, what, what do you do? The have, thing that came from this is that Vince left before everyone else did. Now, but now the word know, is that he left before everybody else did, like not knowing. Right. They were going to be stranded. I think that we won't know the true. We'll never know the true story, but we don't even know eighty percent of the true story yet. Well, that's the issue. It's like the. So they're saying it's mechanical issues. It took. Them well, it clearly wasn't a mechanical issue. I think we can we can we can come forward and say that there was some sort of uh, issue with them not live streaming the pay per view in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it wasn't. And live. some it was money a half issue. Hour delay. They weren't paid up until what the day prior or something like that. So uh, they weren't paid by Saudi which Arabia. I think is the sweetest poetic justice of all is this event, which has been nothing but a, a, a you know a political nightmare for the company. The one thing that it had going for it was the money, and now yeah. that. Is yeah, it turns out is like very questionable, <laughs> and, and and that's the thing where it's like okay, you know Saudi Arabia basically they're at they ask WWE to like throw a party for them. That's what it is, right? It's like right. A, it's a party. Hey, come throw us a party. If someone asks me to throw them a party, they need to give me that fucking money before I throw them the party. You know, I'm watching this dog shit pay per view and I'm seeing Tyson Fury walk out and I'm going, oh my god, look at all this Saudi money being spent. It's right. Vince's money. How fucking embarrassing. <laughs> All of that was Vince's money. I assumed they got the check first, and then it was like, let's go nuts. 
especially now. I mean, what if what what is Vince going to do if Saudi Arabia is just like, yeah, I'm not going to pay for that? Well, they, I mean, then they have to not work with them. That's how that works. Well, but you know that's funny, not what happened. The, the worst thing that's going to happen is that Tyson Fury is going to get paid, and nobody else is. Oh yeah, that's the thing. They have to like take Tyson care Fury of will those get his guys money. first. Yeah, or Fury else he'll gets his sue. money. Kane gets his money. Maybe it depends on what type of deal Kane signed. Lesnar gets Lesner his money. Lesnar will find a way to get his money. Lesnar will find a way to get his money if he breaks into fucking Stamford <laughs> or Greenwich into Vince's house and steals that picture, uh, a portrait of Vince McMahon. That should be like, the storylines from now on. It's just Brock breaking into Vince's house. It's just Vince can't pay some of these guys, and so they're going to fucking ruin every show. I mean, it would be fun, but it would also kind of be a Vince Russo storyline. Yeah. Apparently, the whole Seth Rollins speech the locker room never happened. Apparently, yeah, it didn't happen. It was squashed pretty quickly. Rollins came out. And, and was Dave like, Meltzer no, I didn't. <laughs> Dave Meltzer apologized. Yeah. God. This is Meltzer's hey, like great apology. job, Seth. You mate yelling at an autistic man. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats on, on turning the smoke alarm when Dustin Hoffman's in the room and Rain Man. No, listen. I, I mean, Seth is right. If... Dave Meltzer reported something inaccurate. He, he has to did, say. He has to say, "Hey, Meltzer didn't apologize." Meltzer apologized pretty fucking. Oh, Meltzer fast. apologized immediately. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, more of the story is nobody else said anything to Dave, which means Seth didn't give a speech, but nobody in the company likes him enough to also back him up on this. No, I've I've heard he's he's not the most liked wrestler in the locker room, but I don't know if that just comes with the territory of being a top guy or Well, I hope he tweets you next. Yeah. I hope so for our listenership. Um other talents reaction, <laughs> uh Buddy Murphy said never again. Yeah. Which he was talking about 9/11. He it was just <laughs> He was also, just a month too late. Very apt in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> and then WWE had this weird press release where it basically just said what they've been doing. Yeah, they just like they, they're well, like, we're gonna be doing two shows a year until twenty twenty seven, which was I, what originally what was on the docket, right? Yeah, and that, isn't that right, Zach? They they had a press release. Yeah, they released that a, said we're gonna be doing two shows until twenty twenty seven. But that's what but the, that was. The that's deal. what we thought the deal was. But it's just this, this, what they're talking about is like, this is like a bigger deal, right? That's the idea. I think it was just like, let's fucking try to put a bandaid over this bullet hole and pretend this didn't happen. But, you know, look, each, each time they do one of these events, something it's not like it's not like it's not like it's gonna get any better. The one time it was like they we didn't have, we get have any water. Eight more years of this shit. Remember they didn't have any water. They were given like some other type of drink backstage. So really? All the guys were just like dying. <laughs> yeah, it was like something they they were like this instead of water. It's this, and it was some shit. Oh my uh, god, I didn't know that. Yeah. What it, was it? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not cultured. Well, I know, but I mean, at least like was it Gatorade? It's like their Gatorade. Their Gatorade. It's like Saudi Gatorade. It's just oil. <laughs> you were just, yeah. <laughs> it was like a 10 year deal. So, not, with this press release, it w literally they just stated the obvious. Well, I mean, you know, it was them going like, no, everything's fine. That, that's what it was. But it looked so bad because you know those guys are pissed off. Dude, listen, if I go to Disney and it's the worst fucking time ever... 
and I get home Saturday afternoon from Disney, I I'm I don't want my wife telling everybody we're going to Disney this summer on Sunday. You know? Right. Hey, how about I we mean, fucking talk people, about? How about talk to me first before you tell everybody we're fucking going back? I guess AJ kind of towed the company line. Natalia did. All the people that are doing well in the company towed the company line. Uh, yeah, but but I which mean, is pretty ballsy that Buddy. But Murphy also, came what in. are what, someone against again. it? What are they gonna say? Oh, it fucking sucks, dude. Everybody in that the company, the people who are saying no, I don't want to go because it's Saudi Arabia. And because of what happened, and because of the way you treat certain people, it's like those people aren't going anyway. You well, know, that's Kevin not Owens, that's not Daniel necessarily Bryan. true. All those guys though can say no. Oh, that, okay, maybe, okay. maybe with the exception of Kevin Owens, I don't know if Kevin Owens is a position where he can say no. But Daniel Bryan, John Cena, the people have said no before. You know, they're 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 people that can get away with doing so. I think most of the roster is frustrated that it's annoying to get there. Yeah, I would be too. More than anything. Especially with the, I mean, with the travel schedule they already have. It's it's insane. it sucks. It's bad. But I'm saying most of these guys, they're not sitting there thinking like politically. They're sitting there going like, oh, this place isn't, it's just hot. I don't want to be hot. All right, well, Saudi Arabia is bad, but at least I have Buffalo to look forward to on Monday Night Raw. Oh, they went to Nassau Coliseum in uh, Long Island on Monday, right? Yeah, we'll get into that. Um uh, the one good thing about all of this, uh, which leads us to number two, is the NXT invasion on both SmackDown and Raw. SmackDown was the best show of the week, including yeah, Crown yeah. Jewel last week, including yeah, AEW. Yeah, it was so much fun. Uh, it was the Genuinely Adam Cole, exciting. Daniel Bryan match. was, you know, a, a four-star match at least, like a four-and-a-half-star match. A little slow in the beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah. nobody was, knew who Adam Cole was. It was great. But, uh, what a match. I, I think the only thing that I took away from it was Triple H's you know, promo at the end of it. Though, I do disagree. Some people were comparing it to you know, the Stephanie and Shane and... Oh, um, the ECW thing? Yeah, which isn't really fair because Triple H really did you know, yeah, make I mean, NXT any, what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It, it actually is connected. Um, but I thought Keith Lee looked good. I thought Matt Riddle looked good. Keith looked great. Keith Lee, I mean, fast forward, looked great on Raw as well. Um, Tommaso looked good except for his, you know, like, he's a little smaller, you know. Which, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the only problem with You, you think this. that's why they uh, Keith Lee and, and Riddle so so predominant? Because they are the only guys who look everybody else's size? I think Keith Lee is, it's an amazing, it's still amazing to watch a guy that big do a moonsault from the second row. Oh, yeah, it's great. And I think Matt Riddle in the ring, whether you like his character or not, which I know you don't, um, you know, he he looks like a stud while he's in action. Oh, yeah, he's the shit. I think Matt Riddle's the shit. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, Rhea Ripley looked great. Uh, You know, I, I thought SmackDown was... What was was so good, it kind of made Raw's NXT invasion suffer, which didn't have the same kick to it. It suffered uh, a hell of a lot. Now we have to look forward to, uh, you know, and and after we post this, everyone will have seen it already, but NXT, uh, you know, some of these SmackDown and Raw guys invading NXT tonight, which I assume will happen. Well, the problem with all of, you know, this is they are smart and they're making Survivor Series really NXT-focused. Um, and and there were some highlights on Raw. Of- well, pa- pause for a second. I, I think one of the reasons they have to do that 
is because the draft, the draft sucks so bad. just happened. It sucks ass. You see these guys everywhere. It's fucking also irrelevant. And the wild card rule. Yeah, and NXT is like the actual, there's actual division. There is actually these guys can face each other and wear their t-shirts and it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and, and Raw had some, you know, had some really fun moments. I think the the stare down between Becky Lynch and uh, Shayna Baszler was a lot of fun. It's great. I, I, I don't understand, you know, it, it, like Seth Rollins may go to NXT. You know, that's not going to happen because they have Finn over there already. Like, what would be the point of bringing Seth Rollins the, there? I mean, so, but it, what are they going to do with Seth? That That's the issue. So it's like, turn him heel, have him go with NXT. You can't have him go against Lesnar again. Nobody wants to do that. But he'd be a face if he did that. Um, Nobody in NXT is going to cheer Seth as a face. Or you have a guy who, like, you know, it's that Austin thing. You know, uh, WCW and ECW are taking over, and Austin's still sitting at the bar, you know, still trying to find his old self. I mean, that clip yeah, is famous except now. Except people but, actually cared about that, and then when... Austin turned back to WCW to get to do the heel run. People were pissed off. Of course. But, I mean, that moment was amazing. Here's the thing. Rollins does that moment. No one's going to fucking bat an eye. No one cares about this poor guy right now. He needs to just go away for a little bit is what needs to happen. And then come back as a monster heel. Yeah, he just needs to dip Not a monster until, heel, but come back as a real fucking... I mean, honestly, dip until the night after the Rumble. Don't even, don't even show up on, at the Rumble because were you going to win it? People are going to be mad. So show up night after the Rumble, man. Go away. Yeah, I mean... I and think that's not me shitting on him this time. That's me literally going, nobody... Dude, that's the issue with SmackDown and Raw and what was so exciting about NXT, guys, is there are these fresh faces faces that actually come off interesting. They come off alternative. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like WWE when they show What do you think about the Seth Rollins... Up. Every guy in WWE, even even if they're brand new... Adam Cole match. They fucking what do you think come about off the Seth like Rollins vanilla. Adam Cole match. That's for both of you. Uh, Seth Rollins-Adam Cole match was like very forgettable. Um, I mean, that crowd was awful all night. That crowd was terrible. They, they terrible. didn't give anybody we'll anything. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll jump to that soon. But I wasn't crazy. I mean, were you, were you in love with the Rollins-Cole match? Well, I was uh, in the crowd... Oh, oh shit. So I was there. Zach drops a bomb. <laughs> Dude, we got a shit on you. Yeah, so I guess I was the problem with that match. So what happened? What, what happened? was it like while you were there? Um, I was third row on the floor, so Damn. I had a guy screaming in the back of my ear the whole time. So I couldn't tell how bad the rest of the crowd was. Uh, uh, okay. it, it felt like it was. Was he screaming about wrestling or was he just yeah, being no, from Long Island? Screaming. No, he was. Well, yeah, he was Long Island, but he was definitely into the show. Um, I couldn't tell that the crowd was dead most of the time. Eh, some what of those was matches that steel were cage bad. match. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Wait, what is this steel cage? Well, match? after after Raw went off the air, they had the Fiend versus Seth Rollins, and, and quite literally matches. a dark match because I couldn't see anything. Wait, they did the red lights. They did the red lighting. Yeah, and you couldn't see shit, and you were third row. Did Fiend put him in the? Motherfuckers, this is insane. <laughs> it's awful. It's truly awful. It's, wow. it's really bad to be. Was the crowd dead for that? I had a headache the whole time. Yeah. The crowd was pretty much dead. Did he uh, win by getting out of the cage or did he? No. Rollins stomped him seven times and then Fiend got up and beat him. That was pretty much oh it. Oh, my God. That's about four Jeez. minutes. Dude, also, how Christ. funny fucking. That's about four minutes. Lesnar yeah, not on SmackDown minutes. anymore, right? Because the Fiend's there and like Fox is like, we want the Fiend. Oh, they are going to be so disappointed. Man, Everybody is going to be so fucking disappointed. Well, they got Cain Velasquez and The Fiend, so... 
Ooh. Number three, perfectly transitioned into the Brock versus Rey Mysterio feud, which I think is probably the best feud WWE has right now. I actually enjoy it. I love it. I, I love it. Uh, every little piece of it. I actually genuinely uh, have fun watching it. That part of the night, the crowd was definitely hot for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, oh, my God. What Heyman said to Lawler uh, later on in the night. Oh, Fucking. yeah. So, you know, I love little moments. And, like the, that. and, you know, to give the raw commentary uh, crew some credit, they are starting to gel a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, saying that, uh, having said that, I still don't know the other two guys' names. No. But. Um, you know, they are, they, they are starting to sound like an announced team and, you know, props to Jerry Waller, which you probably never thought you'd hear me say, Yeah. um, you know, like, I guess he's kind of getting them to gel, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Ray, the way they're doing it with Ray using weapons, it's different when Ray uses a weapon against Brock than when Seth Rollins uses a weapon. When Seth Rollins uses a weapon, for some reason, it feels like a chicken shit move. But because Brock Lesnar has beaten this kid's son up, and because of the size difference, it feels like a fair fight. Yeah, and it's just the way Ray delivers the shots, too. It's almost like he's like, look, I'm tiny. If you're hurt by my chair shots, you're a bitch. Like, there's something... He's genuinely swinging, you know? Yeah, it doesn't come off like uh, this uh, organized chair shot. He's just like, I'm gonna whack you a bunch, and like, I might bruise your elbows a little, you know? Yeah, looks like a lot of hits to the funny bone, which yeah. is always very painful and fun to watch. And Lesnar um, clearly respects Mysterio because he's selling like a fucking yes, a that fish. Uh, you know what? Getting, like getting dropped on the boat for the first that's, time for Mysterio. That's what it is. That's what I like watching in this match. In in this feud, it's uh. It almost comes off like a request of Lesnar's, which I don't think it was. But you look at it and you go, "Oh, you know Lesnar." They, ever, loves they must Ray. have wrestled back in the day, right? Yeah, I, I, well, I remember him like murdering Ray, like often. Like I, I can see, I can picture that in my head a lot. Like yeah. Ray just getting. I always wonder if that him. was Kevin Nash, or there's been so many people who've done that to Ray. No, I mean, cause, no. Well, I didn't watch Ray in WCW. I wasn't a WCW guy growing up, so. Yeah, I mean, there is, you know, Ray, Ray really. Got his ass kicked by almost every big man in the company. Yeah, yeah. But I, re I remember Ray getting his ass kicked by Lesnar. I remember Big Show. That was a big thing. Him constantly getting his ass kicked by Big Show. Um, number four, the East Hampton Polo Boys. Since you were there, Zach, how did that go over? Were people cheering for him? Or is everyone from Long Island hate the Hamptons? Uh, I don't think. I'm pretty sure most of uh, everybody was going to the bathroom at that point. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that match at all. Yeah, it was just was kind there, of like so. a throwback to the Mean Street Posse. Yeah, so. no, I got it, but I, yeah. didn't, I didn't care. And I don't think anyone else. I don't think the majority of the crowd cared. Well, I just think they're doing the Viking Raiders or whatever a disservice because they're like kind of they're putting them up against jobber teams, but they're all jobber teams that are kind of fun. Yes. So I think that's the idea. It's like they're, they're I think they're trying to do the Braun Strowman thing. Yeah, but the thing about Braun is like, I don't know. Besides James Ellsworth, you didn't care about any of the people he fought, and we were all wrong to care about James Ellsworth. I never cared about James. I knew what he was capable of the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time. How funny would it be if they did an angle, which they can't do, uh, but like where they tell like, uh, like that. Ellsworth, they tell him that he has a contract back, and he gets the ring, and it's just Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. With like a with, a, with like a pizza. Um, number five. Le <laughs> this is, I mean, I can't believe we're covering this the second week in a row. 
But uh, Lashley could not compete against Rusev. It had to be Rusev versus Drew McIntyre because Lashley tore his groin fucking Lana. Yeah, from fucking her. So it's like, listen, this storyline should have ended. They should have pulled it. Dude, like I'm saying, and I know I made reference to this before, uh, but like for something else. But like the the Vince McMahon angle where like it's like oh Benoit dies and they just drop it yeah just fucking drop it like just please remove this from our minds it they're is, gonna have a payoff at TLC that's the thing is we're not even gonna get the payoff at Survivor yeah Series. but what's the payoff I mean look it's like unless Lana Lana is like a, a turns it we actually weren't fucking the whole time. Like, you want to win the fans over again? You have disrespected Rusev so much where it's like, I mean, this isn't building him. Rusev should really just the, the idea fuck everybody is, in the locker room. Well, the, the, the idea is, back. like, he snaps, right? That's the thing. It's like he's, yeah. he is like, no, we'll, 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 uh, he'll win over the crowd and become a gigantic baby face by snapping and legitimately destroying everybody, right? Yeah. But... It's just not happening. It's fucking embarrassing. And it's like the only way you can recover from this is if Lana's like, oh, uh, I wasn't fucking him the whole time. And actually, he has a micro penis. And then we have to watch a fucking Bobby Lashley micro penis storyline, which no one's interested in. Or, yeah, have Rusev Man, fuck everybody in the locker room. Has there been a worse Or have return. Rusev fuck Bobby Lashley. <laughs> That's the storyline. So Rusev sexually assaults Bobby Lashley. Well, he slowly realizes, is, oh my goodness, you're in love with this man. I can't get back at you by hurting him. I have to steal your man. <laughs> so then he focuses on winning Lashley's love <laughs> instead of beating him up. It's the closest we're going to get to a Kenny Omega Golden Lovers storyline. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Rusev got over because of the whole Rusev Day thing or being a monster heel, but whatever the fuck they're doing with him now is just... I mean, it's just garbage, man. And it's too much, and it's... And I was I was thinking, because I watched, like, I saw... I was on Instagram, and I saw, like, Lana starting a live video. So I was like, all right, well, I wonder if she's going to be in kayfabe with, like, Lashley. And no, she's just talking about, like, her outfit and, like, the tour schedule. So I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that they both have one foot out the door. I hope so. I mean, hey, I'll... <sighs> At this point, like both of them becoming like a trainer at Gold's Gym is better than. But at the, at the same time, even if you're both out the door, why does the company feel so obligated to put you on television all the time? I think they sign new contracts or something, man. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah. I mean, there's a way to embarrass somebody, but I mean, you're using like legitimate TV time to embarrass. Speaking of signing them. new contracts, which we didn't get to uh, on the countdown this uh, week, because I wrote this to Wade, but. Randy Orton was playing us all. He signed a multi-million dollar contract with WWE, which we kind of figured was going to happen. Yeah, I just have to remind myself constantly, like, these are grown men who, like, really, <laughs> like, just want, like, to hang out by the pool on their days off, you know? Yeah. And, like, whatever's going to make that pool cooler. I mean, what, Carl Anderson even, you know, it's like, I'll never go back or whatever, right? That was Carl Anderson who said that. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, well, wait, actually, like... I do need a new pool or whatever he said, you know, where it's like, yeah, yeah like, I mean, the Saudi thing is well, different because too, that's like Orton, a moral like, thing. When but he was in T when he, when he was at TMZ, you know, I, you know, when, when he was with T when he was getting interviewed with TMZ, when John Cena first pulled out, you know, he was just like, I got five kids, man. Like, yeah. That was his reaction. Yeah. And it's Look, like, if Netflix isn't pulling money at a, 
Look, if Orrin like, ain't pulling out of Georgia, his life, you know? he ain't pulling out of... <laughs> then I don't think that Randy Orton is going to pull out of something due to moral <laughs> grounds. Number six, Hulk Hogan is on the Goldbergs this week. The reason that I wanted to bring this up is that we can officially say that Hulk Hogan is back now, right? I will I will say this. Yes, he's back. Um, I, I actually some sort forgot. of WrestleMania themed episode where they can't get I in the ring. I actually forgot about what he said. I forgot what he said. I forgot about that. I mean, it was just about Brooke Hogan fucking a black guy, and he calls him the Edward a bunch. Yeah, in a secret bro. recording. Yeah, I forgot from Bob that. Of the Web Sponge. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I know, I know, I remember now. Obviously, what happened, but that's how back he is. I saw that he was on the Goldbergs, and I was like, I was like, oh, cool. Like, in this, you know, he's he's a nostalgia act, which is a yeah. bummer. I well, mean, it's good to be Hulk kind of- Hogan. He, yes, he he's literally like the biggest driver. I mean, I guess Austin, but it was a much shorter amount Austin of time. Austin was the biggest driver. But it was a much, much, much shorter. shorter amount of time. And um, yeah. H- Hogan, probably the most famous wrestler ever, right? Most identifiable face. I would say he's the most famous right. wrestler of all time. Right. Just and, because um, of pop culture icon. And it'd be like, you know, like, that was a way. Are you talking about like wrestling, wrestling, or like Hulk Hogan wrestling? You know, like that was forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but. At the same time, you look at him and you see the outfit. He wears the same outfit. You know, it's not like a Ric Flair thing where he, he dresses like he dresses. He he puts on a costume every time he goes outside. I mean, he's Flavor yeah. Flav. So it's like he's the biggest thing to ever come out of wrestling. I wonder and if they're going to, on the fucking, Goldbergs, he's too. Mr. Which I guess T, it's tonight. By the time you guys listen to us, I think the Goldbergs is on Wednesday. Um if so Hogan's going to get better rate. Hogan is winning the ratings war tonight. I guarantee that. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. But I did see the picture that they posted of him. He looks great. You know, like, and you see him in WWE, and I guess, like, you get to see all of his angles or whatever, and you got to see him wobble down to yeah, the fucking ring. Yeah, because it's supposed to be Hogan, like, WrestleMania Hogan, like, back in the day. Yeah, but the way they dressed him up, I was like, Hogan, I mean, his arms are still huge. His waist is smaller than it's been in fucking at least 10 years. Yeah, they're all vegans now. I doubt Hulk Hogan's vegan, but he's not eating the way he used to. Yeah, no way. I'm sure. And you forget, too, that, like, those first early WrestleManias, Hogan had kind of a gut, you know? That's true. That's true. One and two. Number seven, Scott's New Japan Corner. A lot of big New Japan news this week. Yeah, man. All right. So uh, let's do it. Power Struggle uh, was fantastic, man. I loved it so much. Uh, The final four matches, please watch them. Um, Which I still have to watch. Buddy. I'm I'm a bad wrestling fan. Buddy, just... just, I mean, we're doing this from a hotel room because my new apartment's not ready. So it's, you know, I've had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Osprey versus Bushi... um, Osprey did this thing in this match, so, so you know, like Tajiri, and uh, I'm trying to think of other like uh, guys who used to do this, uh, spitting like mist and stuff. Yeah. So Bushi spits mist, and Osprey grabbed him and like put his lips over his lips and sucked in, and then spit it in his face. Did he, so you like kissed him? He, he like. Pulled the poison from his mouth. Yeah, he kissed him, but you don't gotta say it like that, you know. He pulled the poison from us and then spit it in in, in Bushi's face. Sounds fucking hot. And it bro. was like, dude, you watch this and you're like, this is the best wrestling in the world. Seriously, it's it's the best storytelling on the planet. It's the best I don't care about storytelling. What, that's what I'm talking. Oh, there's dude, the storytelling. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. They're speaking Japanese. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But in ring storyline, it's like. 
There is nothing better than these fucking guys fighting, man. It is seriously so. I get so goddamn excited. The, yeah, well, you know? I'd check it out. But anyway, oh hold on. There's so so. These are like the big moments that happen because check that out or because dynamite tonight. Uh, I mean, watch dynamite live, right? Yeah. yeah. But but um. Uh, I okay. So so going forward, this is what came out of the show. Okay. Um, at the end of Tani, Tanahashi had a tag match. Uh, at the end of his match. Boom, video shows up. A bunch of like Tanahashi ripoffs are like getting punched in the face, right? right. And uh, it's Jericho. Jericho challenges him to Wrestle Kingdom. I believe night two. It's night two. There's two nights of Wrestle right, Kingdom. Right, right, right. So night two. Um, what do you think is going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom? Do you think Bushi's going to win or do you think that oh, Naito's going to have both well, titles by the end of it? So Okay, so that's the other thing that happened. So Bushi. basically Sorry, they, they announced that um, they're going to have the title match. Uh, Okada versus Ibushi, obviously. Night one. Night one, and they're going to have uh, Jay White versus Naito, Naito for the Naito Intercontinental one. title, uh, night one. Right? The winner of those matches will face each other on night two event. to become the uh, unified. Double, unified double champion, IC champion, and um, IWGP. Who do you think it's going to go to? Naito or Ibushi? I think, I think it's Naito. I, uh, now, does Ibushi beat Okada... Night one. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, the 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 good thing about this storyline wise is Okada and Naito have so much history, and Ibushi and Naito have so much history that it could be anybody. I mean, Naito is definitely gonna win them both. This is this is it. This is for him. You think I mean, so, dude? He should have won. He should have been the champion the last like fucking two or three Wrestle Kingdoms. He should have been in the main event and winning it. And what he about didn't. all the people like me and Zach who are in Ibushi's corner? Well, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm rooting for Ibushi. I, yeah. I I like Ibushi, but the story just isn't as there. If that makes any sense. And plus, mm. you know, he said he's gonna be there for life. I just, yeah, I don't see it happen. Now, I also think it's a bad storyline move. I, I think it puts a damper on night one. It doesn't make night one as exciting. Oh, what, Ibushi wins on night one, but then he loses 24 hours later? That's that's a bad look. You still say he was the heavyweight champion. Yeah, but it's like a, it's an odd look. But also, like, this is this is a different company where it's like it's about the better man winning. It isn't about, like, oh, someone got fucked in the ass politically backstage, and that's why he was champion. Well, it's also a weird thing, or, too, oh, because... Well, you have three guys in that company, right? Which because Tanahashi's too, too old, right? Yeah, Tanahashi's or, you know, winding down. He's sure. winding down for I mean, sure. Jay so White, you have Okada, Naito, and Ibushi, and Ibushi as their three top guys. Yeah, and I would say Tanahashi's more over than Ibushi, probably. Um, yeah, maybe. But that's like saying John Cena's more over than insert new guy that right, everybody right, likes. Right. You know, it's like of course. Um, all right, we'll keep. But it yeah, on. cut the short. Oh, and uh, and uh, Hiromu uh, returned, and he'll be fighting Will Ospreay uh, at Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom Night One. He returned. I don't know two, anything about Hiromu. Two years, man. Fucking broken neck. He broke his neck on my birthday. I remember uh, watching it while I was driving down to uh, South Carolina. Oof, Jesus Christ! And uh, he broke his neck uh, two years ago. Yeah. So he was like paralyzed, right? I mean, from what I heard, yeah, I heard it was really fucking bad. But they're gonna he fight each other. He looks a little heavier, doesn't he? Or no? Yes, he does. He does, which I mean, comes from, which with you know sense. being on the bench, I guess. You know. Oh, yeah, I wonder. Uh, you think he can still go the way he used to? Or? Oh, that's gonna be interesting, man. Especially Osprey's got some fucking moves that'll I'd say take Osprey your head can off, carry man. Him, but like you know, like with Dude. Osprey's move set, it's really tough. No, I, I, I don't know. I, 
dude, I don't know. But it may just be cool to see him fight. Look, we we've seen like we're always like, oh, Naito can't take care of anybody, and then we saw. You know, the Rock and Roll Express match. Exactly. It was like the safest match I've ever seen. Yeah. And then Osprey got some shit at the press at the uh, Wrestle Kingdom press conference. Well, right before that, he, he said that him and Hiromu should headline night two for the for the title. That's not true. Uh, that's what he said should happen. He said he deserves it. You know, he... he I do think it, there's an argument for him headlining night one. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, now that they're doing... I mean, look, I'd rather them not do the that co-title thing. So, yeah, night one, I, I would say yes. But anyway, he got a lot of shit for that. A lot of uh, guys in New Japan shit on him saying, hey, you're not this big deal carrying the company like you think you are. Fall back a little bit, you know, because Osprey was kind of running his mouth, well, which he's known for. Yeah. Well, you, you got to be careful because he has options now. Yeah, but guys, watch Wrestle Kingdom. I, I might do like a live a live feed of Wrestle Kingdom, uh, just because fuck it, I might I'm, I might make that happen. Yeah, maybe we'll do it for the podcast. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Number eight, keeping in the New Japan territory. Nick Jackson says there's no chance New Japan will partner with AEW. I thought this was a work, but going through the tweets, it, it seems like it seems like they're not gonna do anything with New Japan. So this is what I've heard. Again, I'm not fucking Dave Meltzer. I've never talked to anybody. I don't. I don't know if Dave Meltzer's talked to anybody after this Seth <laughs> no, Rollins. No, 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 no. These motherfuckers tell Meltzer fucking everything. You think so? Yeah. Someone doesn't. Uh, someone doesn't like Seth and told him some wrong shit. That's all. Meltzer is fucking legit, dude. I mean, Cornette says he's legit. Like everybody says, Meltzer's legit. Yeah. Besides Rollins. Like, seriously, that's... I can't believe he said that Yeah, everybody me. believes in fucking Meltzer. But, um, We're giving him the same voice. To uh, a degree. You that know? old lady from Throw Mama from the Train, the Goonies. Uh, yeah, and Ramsey. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I mean, I heard a rumor that... Uh, I, I remember last year, before all of them left New Japan, there was, like, all this, like, oh, there's locker room turmoil. All the boys are upset. And now there's a rumor, well, there was a rumor then that uh, the Bucks and Kenny and them were the ones spreading that. And I have a feeling New Japan feels really uh, disrespected by them. Basically, I think New Japan thinks like, hey, we made you, which they didn't at all. But they go, but I really think they they think like, but you know, those Bullet Club shirts and this and that and the whole Bullet Club thing and, you know, uh, they did give Kenny, Kenny the spotlight, but anyway, blah, 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 blah. It has nothing to do with the box, though. I mean, it does in some way. Yeah, I mean, I mean think, they were Well, you could make an argument with Kenny, but... but they, the I mean, box, they were all there. Yeah. Cody went there. It's all a Bullet Club thing, and New Japan owns Bullet Club. But, you know, so I think New Japan feels really disrespected that all of those guys left to start a company, and those last few months they were talking shit. I, I don't... I'm going to say, I'm going to go on record say I don't think they were talking shit, just because I don't... Uh, just because I want to be their friends in real life, but um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's that is a rumor that I heard that uh, New Japan genuinely dislikes these men on some betrayal shit. So yeah, I guess they're not working together. But what a fucking uh, bad play on New Japan's part, because that could be really fucking helpful. Yeah, unless they're trying to really fuck them over and they're gonna do some of the WWE in this year, which is I, I'll possible. kill myself. I'll go on record. I'll kill myself. You'll go on record if they yes. show up and like invade the New Royal Japan Rumble or something. New Japan is my fucking girl. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if New Japan, it's yeah, it, it, they'd be like cheating on me. I'd feel like. Strong words. Yeah. From a semi-strong man. 
That'd be very semi strong man Scott Chaplin. I think should be my new nickname. Um, number nine concern for Tommaso Ciampa's after his recent tweet. He said goodbye Twitter. Nothing matters. Uh, people were upset because on Colt Cabana Cabana's podcast he talked about his issues with uh, depression, um, especially when he was let go from his de- developmental um, contract. He while on drugs, did try to kill himself. Um, hey, who hasn't? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit when I was on, when I was drunk, I tried to kill myself once. So, there you go, baby. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of a, <laughs> kind of a, kind of a disturbing tweet to read out. Especially Here's why it's not a disturbing tweet. He said mm-hmm. goodbye, Twitter. Right. He uh, didn't say goodbye, world. Goodbye, this. Goodbye. Well, See, has goodbye, he been on Twitter, Twitter since uh, saying goodbye, Twitter? I don't know, but you don't start. I'm telling you right now, you don't start a suicide note with goodbye Twitter. <laughs> that would be the worst suicide it's, note ever. Uh, not at all poetic. Sayonara, Friendster. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Yeah, it's just like it's not a. I, what I saw that as is, I assumed he got in trouble for uh, saying something on Twitter. Yeah, let's see what his last tweet like, was. To me, I remember. I remember Roman Reigns was like. Um, you know, hey, uh, great, you know, props to the NXT guys for helping out on SmackDown, but this is my yard or whatever, you know? And right. then Ciampa was like, with all due respect, like, I'll shit in your yard or something like that. You oh, know? he said that? Yeah, which is gr- a great tweet. Yeah, it's great. Um, but I could see somehow, and I wouldn't think that aside from this tweet, I see somehow someone, you know, in corporate or higher up being like, hey, uh, you can't tweet that. You can't tweet sh- Or whatever. And then shit. he's like, oh my God, nothing matters. Goodbye, Twitter. I don't get to be, you know, fun wrestler. Yeah, well, Only that was some how, guys get to say what they want on the internet. CM Punk. Uh, oh no, he tweeted something. I guess he, he deleted that tweet. So now the, the last tweet from him was, uh, daddy's going to war on October 30th. So he just hasn't. I mean, he deleted that tweet because probably he was nervous about being uh, the subject of wrestling conversation like we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, but let's jump to number ten. We're gonna do some full gear predictions. To here we go, baby. Steal Chris Jericho's cadence. Um. Th- I, this match, I guess, just got announced. Darby Allen versus uh, Jake Hager. Has it H- Hager or Hager? It's Hager, right? It's Hager, yeah. Which is weird. I thought they would do Hager versus well, that, versus uh, you know Dustin Rhodes, but yeah, um, well, Dustin's hurt. That's the idea. I mean, they're really selling that injury. They they got a hospital photo and everything, right? Uh, you know, cast and everything. Um, which good on them for that. So I guess Darby's but, just gonna take the fall with Jake. I mean, here's my thing though. It's like not only should Darby take the fall, it's like. I kind of want to see Jake kill a couple guys before he has like a competitive match, if that computes at all. And yeah, which isn't the, I, then Darby's not the right dude, guy. Dude, I, to put I him think up I got to get adjusted to this company is just never gonna do that. Like, I think even if even if they have guys come in who aren't contracted, like jobber type guys, they're gonna give them at least five minutes because they were jobber type guys. I think these are guys who are sitting there it's going a, it's like, a piss poor everybody move gets their. I, I think it is when, a bad when it, move when it comes I, to creating new stars. You, you you have to have 
That, that's one thing I, I will say I, I agree with the detractors of. You have to have some squash matches in any fucking country. And if anybody deserves one, it's Jake Hager, right? I mean, he, No, there's he, probably people who deserve it more than that guy. No, a squ- no to, to let people know I, that he's dominant? I guess. He's, he's like an entire foot taller than the tallest guy on the roster, aside from him. Yeah, and I mean, Darby Allen is, is really small. Yes, really that's small. what I'm saying. Dar- Darby is frighteningly small, where it's like, oh, he has to murder this dude. He has to I break mean, that Jake fucking Hager, skateboard in half on his knee. That I mean, that's what, they need a prop skateboard. He needs to be hit with it. The skateboard needs to break, and Hager needs to do that, like, oh, shrug, like, you hurt me, but not even close enough to doing any damage, yeah. you know? He needs to act like Lesnar in it. This is uh, the buy-in match, uh, Britt Baker versus Bia Priestley. Um, and, you know, there's... I'm into it, man. There's um, talk that one of them will get, you know, the winner will get an AEW women's title shot. I think they both showed up for the company, so I think it should be a really good match. Yeah, and, and that's on the pre-show, right? It's on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. That's Wait, the is Hager Darby also pre-show? It doesn't say so. I'm, I'm looking on CBS right now, and it, I think they just added it, but I... Imagine that would be on the pre-show, right? They, they, it's a pretty light card. It, I think it's a good card. Yeah. Some people are like, uh, the card. I'm like, ah, I think it's a pretty good fucking card. Yeah. It just, just, it just feels more like an in-your-house. There's not a ton of matches. Yeah, so, and I think the card is fucking great. Who do you think's going to win this? It seems like they've been given Bia Priestley more of a push lately, but Britt Baker was their girl when they you know first made the announcement. Yeah, that's where I'm going with Britt Baker. Yeah, I, I think this is a real pick uh, uh, Pack versus Adam Hangman Page. Pack's got to win this. Yeah, but Pack. I mean, Pack stays winning, right? Then he's undefeated. He well, he beat Hangman. Am I wrong about this? Yeah, he beat Hangman a couple months ago. Uh, so this is a rematch for that. And yeah, I mean, to me, it's just it's too soon to see Hangman like uh, get get his smile back. So. I'm going with Pack, and I think that's going to push Hangman to go a little nut. I don't, dude. I don't know. I don't. We still I, don't know what um what what Hangman. That that do. that that's the uh that's the thing about these like some you know these characters are still developing. I mean, right now, if if you if you're if 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 you're if you're looking at this company, and okay, not even this company, but outside wrestling fan, you know, uh, for me, you know, Pack has proven himself more than. Hangman Page has. Of course. I mean, but that Hangman promo last week when everyone chanted uh, cowboy shit, right? Is that what they chanted? Cowboy shit? I forgot. Anyway, that was like a really uh, awesome moment, I thought. And I, I I don't know. I think he's over. But yeah, I don't know. Again, dude, this is like a thing where predicting these is tough because I have no idea the direction of any of these guys. It well, seems so fucking Pac. fresh. If they did, Kenny was to Pac. They're gonna, I'm still going to go with Pac. Uh, Riho versus Emi Sakura. I'm going to go with Riho. Riho for sure, yes. But uh, I think it'll be a really good match. I think this will be the best women's match uh, they've had thus far. It's Bet kind of a low bar, shit. not to show yes, me. Yes, it's w. a low bar. Of course it's a low bar. What, what match will not be a low bar? Well, probably what, I think, what I think could be match of the night uh, is the Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. That Hopefully, just because Santa, Santana and Ortiz... Slow them down a little bit, and it's not just a spot fest. We got a little bit more of. I mean, you know, I mean, of course they're known for that too, but. I mean, yeah, they are. I mean, uh, one of the best like storytelling matches I've seen 
uh, like live as it was ha- not in person, but I'm talking about me as a wrestling fan watching, and I've been watching since yeah. I was a kid. Was uh, the Bucks versus the Golden Lovers? So I know they're capable of it. You know, Matt Jackson sold a back entry for like fucking two years. They're very capable yeah. of in ring psychology, slowing down the pace, stuff like that. Um, I think this is going to be a little of both. I think it's going to be the slowest you've seen the Bucks, but I also think there's going to be moments where you go, oh, I, I think this is going to be a match. Uh, definitely with the most storytelling you've seen. So uh, Santana and Ortiz go over, in my opinion, and then they beat SCU yes, for the that, titles. Yes, that's what I assume. That seems like this well. seems like actually the most predictable match out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. unless they do that WWE shit where it's like, well, because you think it's predictable, we're gonna change it. Uh, hope so. Hope not. I mean, hope not. Kenny Omega. Versus- that match is gonna be fucking fl- like unreal though. No, it should be great. It should be yeah. worth the price of admission. Um, Kenny Omega versus John. Moxley in a lights out match. They're saying this may go on last. Now, and, and the rumor is it's going it's on last because it's unsanctioned. Apparently, that's a thing they used to do in like the territory days. If they would like, you know, have, oh, this is unsanctioned. They would literally act like the show was over. Was o- Your show so is over. Would there be any commentating? And now you're going to get this. So, of course, they're going to be all that shit. So, it's, so the show's still on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's all bullshit. But, you know, if, if they pitch it that way, if they sell it to us, you know, during the pay-per-view like that, like where it's like, hey, you know, thanks for watching. Now these guys are going to fight. We're going to stick around. We're going to watch this. Remember, uh, we are not at all connected in, in any way legally, blah, 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 whatever. Like, that could be fun yeah. to watch, you know? I like, uh, I mean, wrestling is is just, you know, suspending your fucking... Uh, Dis- suspending your disbelief. Whatever the fuck. And so, in that way, I would have a lot of fun suspending my disbelief in, in that sort I of I think way. it's going to be very good. Um, Here's got, my issue with it, it though. It's, it's not going to... You know, because it's been... You know, I, I realize this match has been had a six month build at this point. Yeah, and, and here's know? the thing, you know, Mom, Ma- it was double or nothing was the when this thing started off, and that was the, what the end of May, right, yeah. beginning of June. You know, and, and in Mo- some of Moxley's interviews since he left WWE, one of his big issues was he'd be like, you know, I'm telling these guys I'm going to bash their brains in and whatever, whatever, and I knew WWE wasn't going to let me go far enough to make it look legitimate, you know. But now he's saying the same uh, stuff in these promos. He's saying like he's going to kill him and stuff. And it's like, okay, this needs to be the most violent match ever, or you're be. full of shit. I think it will be. You think it's going to be legit, fucked up, violent? Well, I mean, he put him through a glass table already. Yeah, but that was like uh, sugar, right? That's like, you know, that's like Yeah, fake. but still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't want these guys to really hurt each other. Omega just, I, in interviews, has said like he hates getting hurt. Like, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like getting hurt, and... and and but then you saw the Janela match, and that's the thing. It's like it has to be more violent than the Janela match. I think they put themselves in well, a really be a, it'll weird. It'll be a situation, better match. It'll be a better match than the Janela. I think match. they put themselves in a weird situation, but I am very fucking excited to see what happens. And if they give each other black eyes, man, I will be very pumped. If I see some facial swelling during the match, woo! High five and all the cats in the room. All the cats in the room, Scott. There'll be literal cats. Yeah, I got four cats, and no one's gonna watch this with me. So. <laughs> AEW Championship, Chris Jericho versus Cody. And um, the, uh, the the twist is that if this goes to 60 minutes, there's going to be three judges. So this is going to go 60 minutes. No. Ken Jericho. This does not go 60 minutes. That's the stipulation, am I right, Zach? That's a stipulation if it happens. That's just like a sweet thing to say because they want to be separate than everything else. <laughs> because they want to let you know there's going to be a fucking winner. 
They, they just wanted to be thing known that is, that's a thing Jericho's that Jericho's going to win this. Dude, this match is going This is like we 24 went for I I think this is Which a, is long. I think this is a great card. I love this card. It rules I mean, and it's unpredictable. It is legit unpredictable. I, I don't think it's unpredictable. I think the winners are very predictable so that you have to Well, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. who's tell, who's beating Moxley Omega? We didn't even predict it. Moxley. Moxley wins. Moxley wins. Moxley wins, yeah. Uh, so I think it, it's it's actually one of the most predictable pay-per-views I've seen. This, probably the most predictable pay-per-view I've seen this year. The only thing that could be unpredictable about it is how these people go over. And, you know, if... if but see, that's you know, the thing. Like, I don't instance, know who like, they want to go have, over. If you have three judges for the Cody and, and Jericho match, if MJF is one of the judges, then he goes with Jericho. You know, like that's that's but that's kind of like a lame way to turn him. So that's sixty minutes of a match. You do not, dude. You do not want that match going sixty minutes. Holy shit! You do not want that to happen. Not anymore. No, uh, never, never. Well, Jericho's too old, and Co- Cody ain't that wrestler. He's not that guy. Cody's not a sixty-minute guy. Fuck no. Who in this company is a sixty-minute guy? Omega, Omega, and Moxley could probably do sixty minutes. Pack, Pack, Young Bucks. Bucks and uh, Lucha Bros. Fuck yeah, Penta Fiend. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a lot of guys who who could fucking go. Jericho yeah. Cody literally might be the only ones who can't. <laughs> it's like Jericho Cody and like JK. So how do you see that? How do you see that turning out? We see Jericho winning like through some sort of sh- he's gonna win through some sort of schmaz. Well, so so then that's the thing. So it's like okay, you're gonna put this non-sanctioned match on last, but then WWE brain. He beat- Page, and, brain, he you beat go, oh, Page that- and Kenny fairly, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he's got to beat. He's got to beat, especially because this isn't going to be the last match of the night. That Moxie's going to be the last match of the night. Uh, you, he's got to beat him in a heel way for this one, especially the character that Jericho has been building up with this Cody feud is the little shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. I- so how, how, you know, is there a new member of the inner circle revealed? We don't want this to become, you know, the NWO where there's fucking thirty members, but. That's why I'm telling you it's hard to predict. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. You really think Cody if has Cody a shot? If Cody wins, I'm telling you, I'm going to be a little bummed. They shouldn't have Cody win. Jericho's just, been one of the I think it's too soon to change the title. That's all. In recent history, I mean, when's the last time we've seen a champ I, listen, with this type of run? I think if, if AEW is going to have champions... They need to plan. No, I, I, I really have a question. Like, like when since months. Jericho a, in AEW has there been a run like this? Okada, before that, when's oh, the last well, like someone you actually went? That's the champion. That's and the it's, champ. And it's amazing to watch. That's the champ right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jericho, no, maybe Okada, Okada before obviously, that, obviously for sure. And I um, guess the first Lesnar run. Yeah, the initial Lesnar thing when, was when he beat Cena in SummerSlam. That was huge until we realized he wasn't going to come around. But yeah. yeah, initially when we thought when it was him and it went up to yeah. Roman and that was Seth very won. much like Dad came to my birthday and got me a present. He's back. <laughs> and then, yeah, that know. was a great run. Uh, yeah, it's been I guess the CM Punk run, although that was always kind of dwarfed by the I, fact that it wasn't gonna they weren't gonna headline WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I want Jericho to have that title until like June. Yeah, I wanted to have it for at least a year. Yeah, no, I, not at least a year, but like June. Well, that's a year. No, he won in September. Oh, that's right. He won yeah. September. I keep thinking double or nothing. He won. He won. Yeah. He yeah. won the number one contender. Around double or nothing time. Let's talk Who's about. Who's the title of double or nothing? Let's Boom. talk about an extra number 10. Uh, Jericho, I guess, had Donald Trump Jr. on his podcast. Yeah, we couldn't I don't get know him. I it's been released yet. 
<laughs> I, I mean, him. I'm not going to fucking listen to it anyway. No, of course not. It was like a bad move on Jericho's part. I mean, because look, he's going, I'm nonpartisan. And look, you're right. Like, we... You should yeah, be sure allowed Jericho's to interview ask the tough questions. whoever the fuck you want, and these people who disagree with you politically. Like, look, I'm not, uh, I'm not a Trump supporter, right? I'm liberal, um, but I shouldn't have a fucking conniption just because uh, someone, yeah, I dislike has been interviewed. Also, here's you know? the thing with Jericho. But people see he's it as like, a platform, and they he's really kind of think- like a drunk, like washed up rock star now, like. Like, who else is he going to interview? He's got to interview kind of a scumbag. Can you imagine Jericho interviewing Elizabeth Warren? How awkward that would fucking be? I mean, he shouldn't interview any politician <laughs> ever. Because, like, I mean, probably not, and not just because he's from Canada, but it's like I highly doubt he knows at all what the fuck is going on in any right. sense of the word. And so it's like to do that and then to play it off like, oh, who cares? It's like, no. People do care. That's the thing. And it's like, oh, you're being delicate and it's like no there's people out here that think that that these people are like spreading hatred and that they're poisoning people's minds you know th- that's the issue it's not just like oh i disagree with this person well, politically interviewing Romney. He's interviewing, you know like essentially the son of a despot you know yeah i mean but this son has a big fucking mouth and he's never been right in his life <laughs> It's pretty amazing to see. What are they going to talk about? I guess they'll talk about like what shitty bands they're listening to. I don't know. I I would hope. How funny would it be? Dear God, AEW, you need to hire somebody to do your theme music because when Jericho's theme song is the most recognizable song, that's a fucking problem. Well, no, 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 it's not a problem. That's a great song. But you're, you're such. Jersey you need trash. other awesome recognizable songs. Here's my pitch. Hangman Page is cool. Here's my pitch. That's a Fozzie song. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it's a Fozzie. Hey, man, Pidge? No, Chris Jericho's song. Well, I know that. I know that. Come you, on. You have Fozzie do every song. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You just have him do every song. That'd be perfect, right? I, th- I, I thought Jim gonna... Johnson did the music for AEW. He is? No. I thought they were working together. I thought I read no. that. No. I think no they need to start working together. I don't recognize. I don't, I don't even know if Jim Johnson. Omega I song. mean, he must have enough money. The last time I saw Jim Johnson speak, and um, you cried. You and Lawrence watched it. We, cr- I cry. Well, I cry all the time. But that's true. Uh, but yeah, well, last time I saw him speak, he just seemed like he was so fucking done with professional wrestling. Well, he was hurt. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. We all look done when we're hurt. We've all been hurt. <laughs> What's wrap on that? Ah! Uh, Guys, uh, what do you got to promote? Zach Attack? Nothing? Scotty? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure I have shows, but you know. <laughs> wow, real. Well, please, first off, rate and subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, Leave some reviews, see. even if it's to call Scott out. Yes. Um, I don't give a shit. Uh, tomorrow night, because this will be released. So if this will be released late tonight, but November 7th, I will be the master of ceremonies at the Tony Schiavone roast in Baltimore. Uh, and then I'll be at Yonkers Comedy Club all weekend, missing the AAW show. Uh, and then the weekend after that, I'm going to be in the McGuire's in Long Island. Um, and uh, I'm also next week, I think I'm at the Comedy Cellar, and I'm doing a couple other... I'm at the Strip and Caroline's and a few other a few other shows. So check that out on my website, uh, dancestgermain.net. You can also buy my albums there. Um, and thank you for listening to the show, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. See you next week.